Hello and greetings, my little wolf babies. Welcome to my crib. Welcome to your crib that sits safely inside of my crib. Lay down and get ready to get swaddled, because Auntie Wolf is here to present yet another broadcast from the radio station known as 694.2 PTBP. Warm up the milk and scream to the heavens, because we got a new Howlin' with Wolf. This week's Howlin' with Wolf is from at L.E.D. Lorenzo, who tweeted about the show and tagged at Pretending Pod. Hear that? You can be just like L.E.D. Lorenzo if you also tweet about this show and tag at Pretending Pod. It's easy. Eleanor writes, So I'm still recovering from a bad flu, so my head's in a fog, but I'd like to make a shout-out for the state of Missouri and the fine people who seem to live there based on you guys. And also, people should follow me on Twitter for new fun updates on my projects. And follow me on Instagram for butt stuff. But uh, not actually butt stuff, but like vanity stuff. IDK, whatever you think is best, wear a condom. The state of Missouri? More like the state of misery. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> Make sure y'all follow whomstever this human being is. Now, Eleanor, I don't know what following means, or what the internet is, or whom an Instagram is. Now, my producer usually handles all that stuff because I keep forgetting my AOL login information. If someone could email AOL for me and tell them that Wolf is trying to get online, that'd be great. And oh, thanks again, Eleanor DiLorenzo from the internet. If you want to write up something for your wolf to howl, tag at Pretending Pod on the internet. If you want to support this show financially in exchange for 29 bonus episodes, well then go on and go ahead to patreon.com slash pretending pod. This most recent episode on the Contention Confidential feed is called How to Be a Bad GM. The crew breaks down 10 minutes of audio that was cut from control copy because Zack was embarrassed by his countless failures found within. This is an episode about learning, about growth, and mostly about laughing at Zack. Poor guy just gets torched in this one. Probably has the most laughter of any single episode ever. I actually cried a whole wolfy tear from chortling so goddang hard. But now is not the time for tears and the blues. No doubt, it's time for cheers and the news. Last time, a paranoid Dr. Rusty Hooch tackled Jerome Dyer to the ground. After some words, the two agreed to join forces to wipe all the camera equipment of any evidence. Out in the van, Agent Doreen Maureen amputated her own foot to avoid an unspeakable transformation. She bled and bled and almost passed out on the stretcher in the back of the mobile lab while Dr. Olivia Miller continually failed to find the supplies necessary to aid the situation. Thankfully, the Chuckster was there to throw Doreen's removed foot, mid-transformation, into the deep freeze, rip his shirt off, and properly bandage the surely fatal wound. 
All right, dear listener, I'm taking next week off to get ready for another wild time change. I won't say much else, but uh, here's a quick hint. Y'all best get excited. Now for the last time, a brand new song premiered here on 694.2 PTBP for its coming out debut. It's an infant of a track. It is indeed this banger's first rodeo. For the last time, it's Molly Healy with Circles. See which one of those doing first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, "There's just no way." <laughs> that were, was me. You we're guys, so obedient. You guys waited a minute. <laughs> God. Uh, I was like, maybe I don't count. I was real like, good. Not yeah. I held my breath during that most of the time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was seeing how many times I could do P I S S I S S I P P I P I S S I S S I P P I P I S S I S S I P P I. So Zach and I were talking last night, pillow, pillow talking, pillow talking, and oh, um, <laughs> we were we were talking about the podcast and like the funny moments of it. And I was it's the like, only way I can get <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He actually like if sometimes if it's like taking too long and I really just want oh to get God. it get it done, I just say like I whisper in his ear, "You're the best GM." <laughs> <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> the, the, oh, 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 oh. the sad thing here is that him him laughing in his in, in his hands right now means that it's kind of true, probably. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh no! <laughs> but it was funny because no, it never takes too long. Because I was like, we were talking about the funny jokes. I was like, like when I said Mississippi, and then he was, or I think I said like Mississippi. And he said, yeah, that was funny when I made that joke. And I was like, Zach, I made that joke. <laughs> and Zach was like, I spelled out P-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. And then you said Mississippi. And I'm like, I was like, we have to roll back the tape. I, oh who made the joke? Almost immediately, she was like, let's go to the tape. Go, go recording. <laughs> Which we didn't, but because I thought Eleanor made that. joke. I thought it was Eleanor too. <laughs> she said, "Yeah, she started the she started the joke train talking about pissing in the Mississippi." <laughs> I just made the it's word just a or piss in the Mississippi. See, this is the thing. My my role is to serve, and then you guys smash. That's that's <laughs> <who I> <laughs> um, just like in high school. <laughs> just like in high school. <laughs> You serve, somebody else smashes. <laughs> exactly. I did play volleyball through fifth grade, so I'm really familiar with <laughs> getting serving smashed. and smashing. Dude, <laughs> I get hurt playing volleyball, though. Like, uh, those balls oh, are hard. Your forearm? Similar to your dick. Uh. <laughs>
Um, sorry. Um, I, <laughs> Eleanor, thank you for apologizing. Well, I hate having this delay because it literally is me saying like similar to your dick, and then one, two, three, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, kill me. Which is funny because now it's gonna be a delay of us making the joke of the delay laugh. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. And uh, I want to <laughs> right now, but that's fine. Oh. <laughs> We really enjoy this too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a ton of fun too. <laughs> well, that's great though. I think I think you guys. Um, I'm curious to hear more about how you um, how you talk in bed. But uh, there was something. I did have a real question though, but now I forgot about it. Never mind. All right. Uh, we're now out of combat order. Oh my god. Let's start with a quick recap of where we ended. Maybe just some like nice shots. I'm not gonna lie, I thought I just solved all the problems. Yeah. Like, like I thought the game is over, like I fixed it. Done. Well, you do have a point that you have to take the Bigfoot corpse to. Also, I wouldn't leave the foot. a boy's corpse or a Bigfoot foot or technically two civilians who know that the unnatural exists. Oh, so it's just clean up. It's cleanup. This episode is cleanup. Oh, that'll be so fun for everyone to listen to. No, no, but like I think I think what, what it was a really cool thing that that happened um, because Chuck, like Doctor Miller, she was fumbling like crazy, but then Chuck steps in. Chuck, like the most underrated character. Right. Thank, thank you. The, 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 everyone thinks he's a fucking dumbass, right? Like, <laughs> right, um, right. Everyone hates and him. Then yeah, everyone totally. hates him. I'm hurt. I've gotten like attack emails to me because just being associated with this monster. But um, he, sure, he stepped up and freaking saved a day. And I feel like we have to play that out because Dr. Miller, you know, she thought he was like a buffoon. Maybe I'll get a real purple heart now. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. From who? The government. They ain't giving you shit. The president. It would be so funny if he's like, this wasn't hard at all. <laughs> you know, like, this, 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 this is your job that you needed an education for, you know? And she's just like... Yeah, he just like goes to medical school. He's yeah. like, aren't you a doctor? Can I... Am I a doctor now? <laughs> Dr. Cheese. Oh, can you give me... <laughs> Dr. Cheese. Can, oh. could, yeah, could I get like an honorary diploma or something to be a doctor? They do that. That's Who are thing. you asking? The government? The <laughs> president? The people with the money? <laughs> Dr. Miller is gonna... Seriously, Dr. Miller is gonna step up and, and kneel next to him and put a hand on his shoulder and be like, that was absolutely amazing, Chuck. Or I shall call you Charles. <gasps> I turn completely red and have a big smile on my face. Are you jealous, Doreen? Look at this attention I'm getting from this not, other woman. He's my whippet. He's not He's not a love interest of mine. Yeah, but someone else is scratching behind my whippet ears. Yeah. And I'm liking it, don't you? <laughs> when, when you said that the only thing that mattered to you was your whippet, I just assumed that that relationship was... <laughs> Wait, you she's freak. fucking her dog. Oh no! Yeah, it's a whippet. No. Those what things are known for fucking. Ah. We went there, huh? Whippets, fuck. <laughs> See, uh, this is why I don't play with small town folk. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that in Sweden. I don't. I don't. <laughs> you said it was a dark place. <laughs> It's not a bestiality place. What's darker than bestiality? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> we have to do something. All right. So, <laughs> okay. So you're having this moment with 
Charles now, you've called him. Yeah, but I think also, but then I on the target, right? So she's like, we need to clean this up, though. And we need to figure out what the hell is going on in there in the cabin. Hey, Doreen, are you going to be okay here? Yeah, do you need anything? Do you need anything? <laughs> like, um... I need a lot of water, stuff, but I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna pull through. Water, medicine. Water, I would say pain medicine, medicine yes. would be yeah. important. I connect my phone to the Bluetooth and play uh, "Tick" by Big Homie G. <laughs> oh my! So God. that <laughs> um, just because I think she might be bored. <laughs> Poor Dory might be a little bored. It starts playing through the dope surround sound system <laughs> yeah. in the Sprinter van. <laughs> That's very important for a lab. Doreen starts like kind of like dancing just a little bit yeah as dr miller is uh getting you some some pain medication yeah, like morphine. yeah. oh morphine yep. hell yeah right wow to you it. feel good there dude we go. yeah. <laughs> zach is very familiar with morphine which also makes me a little nervous for zach oh uh, <laughs> yeah i uh i like morphine morphine <laughs> He was very, he was very like, oh, oh yeah, you feel great. I've never, okay, never mind. You almost piss your pants as the warmth of a half million thousand tiny angels just like rushes through your bloodstream and you feel better than you've ever felt about anything in your entire life. And I just like giggle a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not sure whether you just pissed your pants, but you don't care. I don't care. <laughs> You're like, little angels, stop tickling me. That's what she said. I had surgery one time where I had to have morphine LA. I'm not like an addict. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just to establish. Cool. I fell through a plate glass window and almost died. It's no big deal. Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was there. I had to call his parents to let them know they that they were four he hours away. And I was uh, literally, I lost a third of my blood before I made it on the operating table, in which they then, as they pulled out the 18 inch long piece of glass that was stuck in my butt. Uh, they hit another artery, and I had to have a second blood transfusion. Doctor told me I might not be able to ever walk again, but look at me now, motherfuckers. Not walking. Not walking. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting right I now. I am sitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like less than a year into our relationship, and I had to help him pee into a bedpan. Aww. So anyway, I knew that we... It was real love. It, yeah. <laughs> that, it's either that or traveling together. It's those two things. Like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bedpans and travel. <laughs> Piss, taking up dump or travel. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I didn't help him take a dump. Uh, I, I pressed the nurse button for that. Yeah. <laughs> the nurse got to wipe me. And I just remember I was so hopped up on drugs, but I just kept looking at the nurse and being like, your job is so weird. <laughs> and she's like, I know. <laughs> yeah, they don't pay nurses enough. Allie, inside of this cabin, Dr. Rusty Hooch and Jerome Dyer are finishing up wiping all traces, electronic or physical, of both the corpse and the corpse. So my last move, I like opened up the door to look outside right can i see like commotion going on out there yeah you uh you can you can see the light coming out shining down onto the uh freshly powdered ground behind the sprinter van as snow is falling i mean for a second you thought you heard it's the most wonderful time of the year uh but then it, it leans pretty hard into a uh file and uh, rap uh, rap music okay so at this point, cameras are wiped. I, mean, I know there's not much I can nope. do. <laughs> just, just oh my God. Bitch, suck my dick up. If she bites, she gon' beat up. I was just trying to Give it make the this situation realistic. <laughs> That's what you've always been doing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> Go ahead. Okay, cameras are wiped. But someone needs to do something about the civilians. Yeah. So I decide I'm going to go out to the van and try to switch places with Chuck because he needs to take care of these bitches. Uh. Agent Dyer, you watch those two. I run out to the van. He literally motions as you run out. He just motions to a sleeping Carl <laughs> and a crying Janice and then like shrugs at the camera like fucking Jim Halpert as you run out. <laughs> Chuck! Chuck! I hop out. And then I like give a wry smile and I say, notice anything different about moi? I noticed that you looked way uglier than last time I saw oh. you. Damn, dude. <gasps> Fucking I got, got. take it in stride and I say, girl, I know this is just your insecurities trying to come out for a boy because you know that you want this dog. <laughs> <laughs> Admit it. Uh, I turn around and I just like hawk a loogie onto the ground because that's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. It slowly melts into the snow. Who you know you're softening towards me? <laughs> and then I do like a, I do the thing where like you squeeze one peck at a time and they kind of bounce. Oh, I become straight. <laughs> Can I roll straightness? <laughs> You have zero percent in straightness. Sorry. <laughs> Chuck, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but we've got two civilians inside. I've destroyed all the evidence, but we've got to get rid of them. Can I can you go inside and take care of that? And while while I'm talking to her, I'm looking over and noticing that Doreen is missing a foot. Oh, y'all, y'all need a foot? And I pull a foot out of my nope. trench coat. What? What? Nope. Yep. Nope. What? Yep. What? Nope. I don't think can so. Can I roll pull foot out of trench coat? Nope. Uh, Sorry, you have a 0% and pull foot out. <laughs> y'all need a foot? Oh, y'all need a foot? Um, Dr. Miller would like to go back into the cabin as well if Doreen is stable enough. Doreen, how do you feel? Uh, I think I can hop because I feel so good from the morphine. I think hopping's going to be very doable. <laughs> I can hop right out of here. All right, I figured it out, girl. I put the foot in the deep freeze. Do not touch it unless you is want to. Is it loose or is it in something? loose okay cool you put a loose foot in the deep freeze wait did 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 you get in contact with it probably yeah is that bad Doc, dr miller is gonna give dr hooch a long meaningful look <laughs> did did i do that <laughs> chuck stay stay right where you are sit on the ground don't move a fucking muscle is chuck still in their hazmat suit in his hazmat suit yeah I think everybody is. Well, I, I ripped my shirt Except off. For, oh, that's right. You must have ripped the hazmat. Oh. So you've got, the, he's shirtless and has the hazmat tied around his waist. <laughs> Great. So he's got the pants of the hazmat. I have the head part on. What? How? It's de- it Wait, detaches. But let it be known when he grabbed the foot and put it in the deep freeze, he oh. had his hazmat suit on. Oh, nice. he was wearing gloves. Yeah, yeah, we always forget about the hazmat the suit. The hazmat suit. suit. And the hazmat suit. Okay, <laughs> if, you, if you didn't touch it with your bare skin, I'm not worried about it. Okay, it's in the deep freeze. If we try to kill it, that little alien bug's gonna come out again. So I say we just leave it there forever. I think I've got to fucking get rid of this deep freeze. Isn't, there a, isn't there a Delta Green uh, situation here where we can call upon them or something that, to extract? You literally have a point, like a GPS location in each of your phones mm-hmm. for a drop-off warehouse right. where oh, you're going right. to bring this body. It would be also a great place to bring a foot. Yeah. Yes. It might also be a good place to bring the civilians, you think, if you don't want to have to deal with that aspect of it. Uh, 
uh, although they might get angry at you at the warehouse if you haven't cleaned up everything before you get there. Yeah, well, I think Dr. Miller's gonna, I think she's gonna suggest that that's exactly what they do of like cleaning up everything, trying to get the body into a uh, secure sort of body bag. And then she's gonna try to talk to Carl and Ruth as they wake up. Listen, you've been through a lot. We understand that this must be extremely traumatic. There are help. I mean, and she's gonna lie because she doesn't know if there's help. <laughs> she's gonna, there's help for you uh, waiting and we're gonna be taking care of you. Uh, I suggest that you don't tell anyone what you've seen here and what you've done here, but before you talk your, to your legal counsel and she knows that there's probably nothing waiting for these people. She's lying because that's her job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think, uh, I think, Honestly, I'm not going to have you roll because with everything that's happened so far and Jerome is, is there and he's known these people for three years, uh, they trust him. They don't know what the fuck is going on. So they're very confused. We could have a, a quick montage of the cleanup of the site. You grab a body bag from the sprinter van, kind of fold the tarp over the pool table over this boy's corpse and gently lift it with all of its blood and everything dripping uh, into this body bag. And you can kind of get it in there, seal it up, and you can take that out and, and get it on the stretcher in the back of this, this sprinter van. I feel like typically there's a song that plays during a montage, and I just want for the for the listeners out there to, to kind of have something in mind. Yeah, what do you think it is? The only song that's popping <laughs> up in my head right now is the, What I Want You... That and it might be hard, hard to handle, handle like a flame that burns a candle. The candle feeds the flame. I think, yeah. It feels appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> as we as we package away the dead child. Exactly. Yeah. Ah. yeah Proper you make my dreams come true. Plays. Well, it's how it's how Doreen Marine feels about Chuck now. <laughs> Oh my God. It's actually only playing in her head. The rest of us are like, uh, I'm on morphine. morphine. Oh my God. You it's literally when, it, when it's a montage from her perspective, it's that song playing. And for everyone else, it's like a fucking funeral dirge. Yeah. It's like, like uh, with like bells, like thong. Marina's just like smiling so big the whole time. Everybody's just so distraught. And she's just like bopping to an invisible tune. Invisible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I can have Jerome. I'm Jerome. Fuck. It's been a long day. Uh, I can have Carl and uh, and Janice if you guys want to ride with me. And then I'll follow you. You said there's a place that we can go. Do you have a, do you have a location? How about I ride with you, Jerome? And then, yes, we have the coordinates. Chuck will drive the other car. I got it. Doreen is like so happy and she knows she drove on the way here and still has her right foot. <laughs> hey, wait, was it my right foot or my left foot? It was your left foot, of course, if you drive with your right foot. Yeah. Yeah. And so I like try to fight Chuck on driving. Come on. Or, well, that wouldn't be my voice. Come on. <laughs> Maybe with this much morphine through your system. Like, mess with his hair. <laughs> I immediately concede and say, okay. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Amazing. Like I said, I'm going in the other car. I'm like, tight, tight, tight. You got this. I trust you. Rusty Rusty Hoochie letting this happen? I, uh, damn. 
Yeah, I'm gonna let you drive, bitch. Because <laughs> I gotta, I gotta watch the foot. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's true. You guys pack up uh, everything, any evidence you've cleaned up. I need whoever who has the highest forensics. Not me. Twenty. I have forty. Fifty. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> so you were gonna let the girl in morphine do our forensic check? Uh, you would actually have a, a negative 20 on this much so morphine, it's so it's 30. So, so who had the 40? Allie. Okay, so yeah, and that makes sense. She's been cleaning up anyway. That was like her whole situation inside this this uh, this little cabin shack thing. Lean-to. Uh, huge lean-to with the toilet. Uh, uh, can, you, can you roll forensics for yep. me? Just to make sure you don't miss anything. 91. 91. 91. Fail. You nailed it. Uh, you're, Wait, what? You are positive that you cleaned this okay. side up perfectly. And so you guys are going to head on out. Great. <laughs> it's a lovely, lovely January night. Wind is whipping up the snow into a bit of a frenzy. And it is just biting your noses as you pack up everything into the Sprinter van and into one of the trucks that is on this site. Jerome's truck is here, and they're going to hop into that one. You see a, a older and, like, lifted and souped up. It says Bush on the side of it with a bullet hole for the period after each letter. You're pretty sure that one's Carl's. Yeah, Jerome's just got a nice, like, F-250 or something like that with four doors, so it's got the extended... I don't know why I'm getting so into these fucking trucks. It doesn't matter. You get into the trucks. Uh, you get into the truck, Dr. Miller, with Jerome driving, and you've got Carl and Janice in the back seat, kind of smushed together in the back seat. And we're going to leave this fucking horrible mess of a site. You know, just memes, guys. So you, dri- <laughs> uh, you drive down the long gravel driveway to get out. Jerome hits a uh, like a garage door opener that opens the gate for the Sprinter van that's in the lead. And Doreen puts her one good foot to the pedal <laughs> and turns onto the road following the GPS coordinates which is much easier now that Jerome Dyer has kind of released the cellular grip that he had on this area, and so you all have full bars again. Obviously, Dr. Hooch's phone starts blowing up, and Doreen is driving. Is anyone sitting shotgun, or are the two of you just in the back? I'm in the back next to the fridge. I'm next to Doreen. Okay. Just because I, I, uh, I'm never going to say no to her, but I do think it's smart to... Check out the road as we go. I think that's really smart. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And so everything seems to be going smoothly. Um, Doreen and the Chuckster are getting along like fucking gangbusters. Like y'all are just like, especially in Doreen's loosened lucidity, especially after the release of all of these endorphins that you've just had. Doreen, it sort of seems like this is a party. And then I pull out a beer and I'm like, I'm catching up. And then I crack it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to be on her level. While you're monitoring her driving. That's right. I just remember that she has refrigerated pants and I have unrefrigerated Mentos in my pockets. And I think about how much I like those nice cold Mentos. And I ask... <sighs> I 
ask Chuck if he will store my loose Mentos in his refrigerated pockets, please. Yeah, we could do that, uh, but it could probably get a lot fold a lot faster in the deep freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Just a thought. Ma- Maureen might Wait. feel really nice Wait. and good, but she's not that stupid. At that sentence the camera pans back through to see dr rusty hooch just like staring at this deep freeze and we see this body bag sitting on the stretcher okay i'm in the back i'm i hear doreen and chuck being idiots up in the front drinking on the way to the drop off i immediately realize that i don't trust them i don't trust that they inspected this foot so i open up the freezer The camera pans into the freezer and out through the back of the sprinter van onto the windshield of the truck driving behind. And we see Jerome Dyer and Dr. Miller having a conversation in the front, uh, though it is silent for some time, I would assume, in this truck before Jerome is finally like, that was weird. It always tend to be. I'd almost forgotten. <laughs> it's kind of, it's been a nice break. Right. Where are you from? Uh, Fort Worth. How did you get in with these people? Like, you know better. I believed Carl. <laughs> the, the camera, you, uh, Jerome reaches for the rear view mirror and adjusts it Aww. to see Carl with his head like slung back, just like. <sighs> Wow, I almost choked. <laughs> um, it's still just knocked out cold because uh, Allie hasn't snapped her fingers yet. Um, <laughs> yin yang. And so I, I, I just trusted him. I, I believed his story and I knew that they were onto something and I knew that I needed to be here for when it happened. And Janice is in the backseat just like, fuck are you guys talking about? Nothing, honey. Nothing you have to worry about. Here, have one of these. And she picks out um, some sort of pill that will make her probably at least try to cool her nerves. Not as strong as the as whatever potion that Hooch made, but something that to just have her not listen in on us and calm down. Okay, so after a bit longer silence in the car, you look back. Janice is like over with her head on Carl's shoulder. Janice Ruth with the most like deviated septum of all time. (laughs) (laughs) And Carl Lambert, uh, king of the loogie. (laughs) So bad. Dr. Miller is gonna um, continue to talk to Jerome. I mean, you weren't that far off. It's just that it never is, you know, it's never it's never a religion behind it. It's never, you know, one of these stories. It's, it's just stories that people come up with to explain whatever it is. But the truth is always darker, I've found. <sighs> yeah. I suppose you wouldn't believe that one day you find out or hear about, like, a man, big fat man re- dressed in red, and you wouldn't assume that it's Santa. It's always, you know, some alien or some disgusting pedophile or whatever i know okay maybe not that but are we saying that santa is a alien pedophile <laughs> she's gonna be like is that the conclusion Listen, we've come to it's always worse <laughs> <laughs> jerome just looks at you with a confused look and we are gonna have a uh, drive check from doreen marine oh. at a negative 20 
for being hopped up on morphine. Ninety two. Wait. Yeah. Oh. Ninety two. Yeah, ninety two. It's not a good sign. <laughs> nope. Oh no. <gasps> Fuck. <laughs> fucking <You> pigs. <laughs> hey, it's good. You're an actual f- Okay, wait. Okay, 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 okay. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Doreen, do you have your FBI agent badge with you? Doreen puts her hand in the back pocket where she usually keeps her firearms and pulls out her wallet. And it's filled with loose mentos. <laughs> <laughs> and, and identification. Identification. <laughs> yes. she, she grabs the loose mentos and sticks them in Chuck's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> or in my mouth to make me not talk. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Miller, you and Jerome Dyer see this as well. And this cop car is about to make a move. You're on a two-lane country road. Again, these trees connecting over the top build a canopy to the moonlight to just kind of like hit you every once in a while as you're driving, just like boom, 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 boom. Almost like the lights as you're driving through a tunnel, but it's the moonlight through this tunnel of trees. Ooh. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah that just came out of me. I, I like that. All right, so... <laughs> So uh, you you are the first to notice, and this cop is about to pass you on this two lane road to get in between you and the and the sprinter van. Shit! 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 No, shit! No. Shit! Play it cool. Play it cool. We have uh, we have our papers in order. You know the protocol. So as Jerome begins to kind of slow down and pull over onto the side of the road, the cop car just continues on past and is right behind the sprinter van with its lights on, siren going. Doreen pulls over. We're good, we're ready. Chuck, shut good. the fuck up. Don't Chuck. say a fucking word. As Mo- you pull over, Mo- you see the truck just fucking fly by you as Jerome Dyer continues past. Hey, hey God Jerome, what the it. fuck? Well, you said be cool. I don't, he wasn't pulling me over. Should I pull over now? Yeah. Okay, those okay, three, sorry, sorry, th- shit. Like, the mission is back there. Like, do you think those three dumbasses is going to be able to... <laughs> <laughs> so, as you're saying that, he's like, fuck. Uh, and he pulls over, so now the sprinter van is, like, shining its lights. You, you see the truck that Jerome Dyer's uh, driving pulled over in the distance ahead of you. Cop is behind you. Lights on. Sprinter van's pulled over. Cop gets out of the car. As he uh, walks up around the back of the sprinter van... He gives it a weird, like, hand tap on the back like they always do. It's like they have to touch your car as they approach it. And um, he knocks on the window. Dorian rolls down the window and she says, Howdy, officer. How's it going tonight? On his chest, it says, Officer McGovern. Uh, shout out to Jesse Mowry. Jesse Mowry. Jesse Mowry, 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 Mowry. Jesse Murray. Jesse Murray, Murray, patron who created Steve McGovern, who is basically Dale Gribble with a beard. Dale Gribble being the Dale man from King of the Hill. Uh, So this is him with a beard, and this is Steve McGovern. Uh, Thanks, Jesse. Thanks for being a patron at at least the $10 level. That's dope. Thanks for making Steve McGovern. Okay, let's dive into Steve McGovern. He is like, license and registration. Doreen 
pulls out her wallet and shows license registration along with her her federal identification card. Hmm. I'll be right back. And he uh, goes back and sits in the cop car. Uh, through my mouth of Mentos, I go, Nihuan! And then I give her a high five. Y'all, we need a plan B. I don't, I don't feel right about this. I think we need to play it cool for now, but I, I'm also feeling a little, sh- a little shaky about it. All right, he opens this back door. I can't promise I won't shoot him in the face. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think it's fair, too. I don't know. I don't see another way out of here. After a while, you notice a second cop car pulls up behind his. Fuck. I'm actually getting a little anxious. He gets out of the car, as does the uh, backup. They talk for a second. The guy who is in uh, backup mode goes and gets back in his car. Car stays put. Officer McGovern comes back up to the window. He hands you back your identification. You know anything about uh, shotgun being fired? Woods? Uh, no, sorry, officer. I don't. I don't know anything about that. He shines a light in your eyes, ma'am. I I know that you're a federal agent, but are you under the influence right now? I don't believe I understand your question, sir. I need you to roll law. (laughs) (laughs) She's also bleeding from a leg. Uh. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he can't see that yet. I'm too tall up in this van. Lindsay, have you passed a single roll? Hmm, <laughs> that's a 51 on a 30. 51 on a 30 is not going to do it. Ma'am, will you step out of the car real quick? <laughs> Dorian turns and gives a shoots a quick look at Rusty Hooch. And so <laughs> slowly... With a big smile, <laughs> opens the door and oh, swings no. that. <laughs> that T-shirt one. tied nub <laughs> and hops down <laughs> onto the ground. Jesus Christ! What the fuck happened? Did did you shoot your foot off? What kind of a stupid ass question is that? No, I did not shoot. Well, I'm here, I'm here looking for people who may have been, oh, I don't know, firing shotguns in the woods, and here you are, missing a foot. I got attacked by a bear in the woods, if you need to really know. Yo, Rusty, you want to make us a potion? Okay, can I climb over the middle console and jump in the driver's seat and grab... Dr. Miller, you are like turned around looking at this situation and you see Dr. Hooch like climbing over <laughs> the Chuckster in the front seat after Doreen has gotten out. Uh, would I realize no. that they're planning on killing the cops? I have no idea, honestly. It's like, I wouldn't have thought they were going to kill the cop. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying I'm killing the cop. I jump in the driver's seat and grab Doreen and drive away. Yeah, she's trying oh. to just get us out. So we're escaping the cops instead. <laughs> Creating a car chase. I don't know if I'm strong enough to do that, but I feel like I could. That fucking rules. Let's find out what happens with dice rolling. 
<laughs> you, you. Dr. Hooch. Yeah. As you climb into the driver's seat of the Sprinter van. You also, have- I've forgotten to close the freezer door. <laughs> you're, just, you're creating <laughs> chaos. <laughs> My anxiety. I was in a panic. Clearly. I need either, I think, athletics or strength in order to grab and hold on to Doreen as you want to like punch it out of here. Okay, I'll roll on athletics or on strength. Okay. I and that. being the person that she's grabbing, can I also roll to see how like... I don't know, Lindsay, you're a, your track record. <laughs> okay, you're going to roll alertness at a negative 20 for being on morphine. But if you know, if you can sense what's happening, then you're going to give her a plus 20. Nice. Thingy's crossed. God damn it. She rolled a fucking 97. <laughs> I hate these dice. So I'm just rolling on my yep, strength Yep, you're just alone. rolling on athletics or strength, yeah. Okay, I'm going to roll on strength. <gasps> Three, Three on a 50. That's good. You grab Doreen Maureen and you pull her up to where she can at least get one foot on that like step part to get up into the sprinter van. Is it her foot or nub? Oh... It would be my foot because it's my right foot is the one I still have. Nice. Your foot plants onto that as she grabs onto you and you fucking punch it. Immediately that backup cop just sirens blaring again and you see Officer Steve McGovern sprints back to get into his police car and uh, the game is now afoot once again. Jerome Dyer is in the car with Dr. Olivia Miller and he's like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I have to... I guess we're driving. We're having now a unbelievable uh, drive. Just drive. All right. Or actually, we could block them. We could block the cops. Give the other team a chance. I love that. Mm. And the sprinter van drives past you on the road, and Jerome just like slams on the gas. The wheels start turning on this truck as the back end just whips around, grabs hold of the ditch, and just kind of flings itself up onto right in the middle of this two-lane country road as the cops begin to drive up. He rolled a 26 on his drive against a fail on the cop. The cop just cannot get through on in time and literally just stops in the road. You are looking past Jerome Dyer and through the driver's side window, you can see this cop, its headlights shining directly in on this truck. You have two asleep people in the back and his sirens are going and the other cop is driving down into the ditch to get around you. Dr. Miller, what do I do? What do I do? Fuck. Uh, he rolls down the window and he's just like, sorry. 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 Drive, drive. Block the other one as well. And just fumble. Like, we, we pretend that we're we're making a mistake here. You know? Like, continue. Okay, so he's gonna... He's gonna... <laughs> fucking 22. Yes! Okay. With a... <laughs> with a 22, he he's like, you're brilliant. You're brilliant. I'm an idiot. We're fumbling. Yep. And he's just, like, doing that, like, Austin Powers, like, reverse forward, yeah, reverse yeah, yeah. forward, reverse forward. Sorry, I'm not used to a stick shift. He's leaning out the side of the window as he just continues to block one, and then the other one starts to go, and he blocks that one, and then he goes back the other way, and he's like, sorry, sorry. Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> That's fucking You're right. Everything up to this point has been really... We've been making perfect sense up until now. (laughs) 
Oh my god. Um <laughs> I, with a critical success, uh, I'm not going to have them get like super angry or like too upset. They they buy the whole oh fucking jig god. and so <laughs> Uh, these they're like oh honest mistake oh honest mistake <laughs> well honestly jerome jerome dyer looks like a nerd and these two arkansas cops are just like wow this fucking idiot cannot drive <laughs> this truck he honestly doesn't even deserve to be driving that f-250 that thing is a nice machine and i just don't understand how you know someone like that that <laughs> and with that i'm gonna need one more drive check from Dr. Hooch. So I've pulled Doreen into my lap at this point mm-hmm. and shut the door. So I'm driving with Doreen on my lap as uh-huh. fast as I can. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I like to think, Chuck, do you want to pull Doreen off? <laughs> I mean, not like that. Do you want to... <laughs> uh, do you want to get Marine off? I would love to get her off. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> off of the driver, Dr. Hooch. And uh, Dr. Hooch, as you're driving on these long, winding country roads, you're going to need to make a drive check to get away clean. If you can pass a drive, I'm going to say at a plus 20 because of the extreme effort of Jerome Dyer and Dr. Miller. If you can pass this, then you will get away scot-free. Shit. All right, I'm rolling on a 40. Are you so nervous? Yeah. No! Damn it, 96. At least it's not a crit. Zach, let us go. (laughs) Maybe like we still make it, we just run over like a rabbit or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's a rabbit failure. Someone has to be, something has to be sacrificed. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, that's my bad. You make it. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) We're we're, oh. rab- we're rabbits. All right. Were any rabbits harmed? No big deal. In the drive? No hmm. big deal whatsoever. Uh, yeah, for sure. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. I uh, eventually, Jerome Dyer, uh, <laughs> after just apologizing his ass off, these cops head past you, move on, and he looks at Doctor Miller and he's like, Staples. <laughs> Uh, where are we where are we heading? Well, hopefully we've given them enough time to get to the coordinates. We should head over there as well. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so um, you did well, well done, Jerome. Oh, thank you, thank you. Your team is wild. Yeah. Have you worked with them before? I have not, and I never will again. <laughs> uh, cut to. Uh, <laughs> No, it's fine. You don't have to work with us. It's just cut to uh, cri- Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say oh something back here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Doreen and Chuck and the Whippet are all wearing matching Christmas sweaters and Zooming with with Rusty and Dr. Miller. And uh, what song was playing oh, White the, Christmas? It's what? the most, most wonderful, wonderful time of the year. Of it's playing year. over the over the radio. Not yet. So you guys are oh, driving shit. to your drop-off point. Zach, I gave it such a nice little bow tie at the end. Uh, you're right. The Sprinter van and the truck with... Jerome and Dr. Miller, Carl Lambert, and Janice Ruth both arrive down in this warehouse district in a small town in Arkansas 
uh, just a huge warehouse door. And the pin that is dropped on each of your f- clean phones with cases on them. Allie. I actually saw Dr. Hooch take hers off and throw it out the window. <laughs> <while driving. laughs> don't need no fucking case. <laughs> <laughs> you guys arrive at roughly the same time and the pin is uh, inside this one specific warehouse. It's got a normal door next to one of those like enormous like corrugated metal doors that can open up for like, you know, a sprinter van to drive through it or something like that. When you guys arrive, the large door begins to roll up and inside you just see like bright lights shining out so that you can't really see into the darkness inside this warehouse. Sprinter van drives in, red truck drives in. As the doors close, you see a single police car pulling up. There are two men in this warehouse that is uh, blocked off to where you can't really see what's going on in the back of the warehouse. There's some makeshift walls up front, just kind of like dividers. And they're the only two people on this side of the dividers. One of them's like, Ah, man, Jim, we got cops. Do you want to go take care of it? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, yeah, for sure. Should I go, uh, what do you think, Santa Claus or Easter Bunny? Uh, I don't know, maybe give him Santa, Christmas spirit. Guy comes back out like two minutes later as, you know, the first guy with the high voice, he comes around, he's talking to you guys. He's like, okay, what's the deal? Give me the rundown. You start talking, telling stories like you're trying to be pretty vague, but you have to let him know about this fucking foot inside the freezer. And as you're uh, about to start describing like the actual gritty details of it, the other guy comes out literally in full Santa regalia. And he's putting a silencer on the end of a pistol. And he looks at you guys and he's like, <laughs> if anybody sees and they tell, what are they going to fucking believe Santa's out killing cops? So he heads out the front door with the gun behind his back. Maybe if he's an alien pedophile Santa. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Goldberg? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're going to want to get everything. Um, I, there's a lot of you. Is this one team or two teams? What's going on here? We're one big happy team. And ain't that right? What about the sleeping couple? What's their deal? Uh, those are uh, civilians. Civilians that were on the scene. You will need to have, take care of them too. She glances at the silencer and she's like, "The perhaps not that way. But yeah, I was gonna say, do they do they have any evidence? No. Are they like trusted in society as like people with like? They have a YouTube good, following. What kind? Probably like two hundred people max. I don't know actually. Yeah, it's like I think I wrote down it's one hundred and seventy nine loyal <laughs> followers. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's like they say, the first hundred followers is toughest one. <laughs> Paying customers. <laughs> um, but she's like, um, I'm sure that. Uh, I'm sure that they can be convinced that, you know, something went down here, but they don't have any evidence and as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, if they don't if they don't know where this is and they don't have any evidence, no one's going to believe them. You said it was a fucking Bigfoot that turned into a boy corpse, so 
They're going to be fine. They're going to go back out in the world. I'm, I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen. They're going to go back out in the world. They're going to keep making their YouTube thing. They're going to be like, this guy who helped us was in on the government conspiracy. And then anyone who knows anything is going to be like. <laughs> that was a really good fart sound. I think, uh, and she looks at the sleeping Carl. Um, it seems to be his brother. Actually, uh, we could also make an argument that um, he killed his own brother. Damn, that's cold. Wow, that's a huge age difference between these siblings. Right. Actually, yes. Let's not play that one then, because his brother disappeared a long time ago. Um, Damn! Oh shit, I bet he's done. He opens up the warehouse door, and Santa Claus drives the cop car. All right, well, I've got a clean car for you guys, and um, <laughs> make sure to tell Santa what you want for Christmas on your way out. <laughs> uh, um, I think you all did great. Thank you so much for working with me on this. I'm sure I will be seeing you around, she says, lying, and uh, then <laughs> gets into one of the cars and talks to Jerome. She's like, could you drop me off? And then she says, like, a nondescript station where she can get a, get on, like, a train or bus or something. Does not give her Facebook name to these people. <laughs> um, and uh, sends a text to her daughter, expecting to not get a response. Fucking teenagers. Oh. <laughs> I call my mom. Bring, 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 bring. Sweetie. Mommy. Oh my god, how are you? How is everything with Brett? <clears throat> everything with Brett? Yeah, that's who you're going out with, right? Your friend? Right, right, right. I did tell you that. And yes, Brett is good, right, Brett? Yeah. See, that was that was my that was my bro, Brett. Oh, I'm just so glad that you're hanging out with people. Yeah, isn't that right, Brett? Yeah. Yeah, that was Brett. Are you going to be here for dinner? Will you make the pork chops I like? It's like it's like two in the morning. <laughs> <sighs> She's like, anything for my sweetie. I uh, We've been waiting can, since seven. Can, can you make pork chops and cashew chicken and, and pizza and lasagna? Okay, I'll start working on it. It might be done by uh, dinner tomorrow night. Uh, we're going to start eating if you're but not going to... But mom, gonna... I'm hungry. Okay, we'll wait. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thanks, mommy. <laughs> Fuck, it's Friday. Oh my god, I gotta pick up Belvedere. Y'all got any sort of small plane like a Diamond DA40 here? <laughs> Actually, yeah, we just had to have one scrubbed not too long. Can you fly? Yeah, I can fly. Okay, yeah. Dope, can you drop me off at my mom's house? No, I cannot. It, you wouldn't even have to stop. I Wait, could just no. get like a parachute. Chuck, you gotta take me to the hospital. Oh, the hospital. Do they have lasagna? I'm sure they do. It's probably not your mama's lasagna, but I'm sure they got it. Tight. I love that neither of me or Dr. Miller thought to take you to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like bleeding. So. <laughs> that, was, that was the end of the... <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the best we can do. Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> Did you like that? Why would you apologize? <laughs> okay. <laughs> did you like that? Did you? Hey, did, hey, um, hey, did hey did listener, you did like you fucking that? like that? <laughs> hey, you, 
Did you like that? You weirdo? You Were you into that? What the fuck is wrong you with freak? you? <laughs> hey, uh, just a reminder, if you're out there and it's dark, don't look in the window because there's a face looking at you. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> any thoughts? Uh, uh, fun? Did you have fun? Lost. Super time. fun. <laughs> that was the most fun so I've fun. Ever, ever had. I feel like the four of us played together well oh, hell yeah. yeah yeah hell yeah yeah ellie thank you so much for coming on and guesting on the yeah, show this is so much fun Yay. first time it delta so green which is really you. cool what a fucked up world uh, i can't believe yeah how did you <laughs> how did you feel about no, it, it was, did it make you happy I, no it's it's a great system though i must say that like it's probably one of the most like uh the system really makes sense it's easy to get into i uh i really enjoyed it uh it was a lot of fun and i love that it's like the action economy is really cool as well like with just one one you know you do one thing and it's just like all right next up it's it's really cool i like it a lot yeah i love delta green for getting new people into role playing because that you don't need to know anything really too much uh you know if your handler is willing to walk you through yeah some stuff you can get new people into role playing really easily which is fun which is super yeah. fun so um thank you ellie uh do you want to throw out some plugs <laughs> i mean we're gonna have l- links to your stuff in the show notes so lost mountain saga and your twitter uh, i actually have quite a few things i want to plug <laughs> your butt <laughs> got you oh, we like made that joke the first butt. time i was on the show bitch Don't every time <laughs> i'm a i'm a plugger you plug things, Zach? <laughs> no, I think I want to plug you guys pretending to be people. Great show, great time. You guys uh, doing God's work, honestly. All Christians should be listening to this show. <laughs> I let Jesus Christ come inside me a long time ago. So. Oh, I heard. I want to hear, like, second podcast. I want to hear all about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We'll run a, yeah, a religious trauma role-playing group uh, and bring on people who grew up atheist. <laughs> Uh, and just like explain how weird our childhoods were. <laughs> Honestly. For real though, like seriously, thank you so much for coming on. It was an absolute pleasure uh, as someone who who is a big fan of you in general. So, um, thank you. For those of you listening to uh, me right now, go check out Ellie's shit on the internet. Okay, bye. Thank you. <laughs> bye. 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 Searing star, deafening heat You don't know I found it Embers fade as your eyes fall short You better learn how to keep
Lambert and Janice Ruth were dropped off back at Bush HQ where their trucks were parked. When they went inside, Carl found a thumb drive in the pocket of a jacket he had worn sometime before Dr. Ann Falsam arrived. Officer Steve McGovern was reported missing sometime near the end of that shift. His GPS location was tracked to the warehouse district. Inside an empty warehouse sat an elegantly wrapped present in red and green and gold. And after a special unit opened the gift, they received just about the worst thing could ever get. A lack of closure. However, earlier in his shift, Officer McGovern called for backup and then failed to get into a high-speed pursuit. And after he called in the plates of this van he had tried to pull over, he called back to get it on the record that the chase involved a sprinter van driven by an intoxicated FBI agent named Doreen Maureen. Christmas, I would like some Mentos. <laughs> Whippet Christmas is where it's at, let me tell you. Whippet Christmas.